Okay, hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and of course, my good old sis, Kicks. Hi. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Don't you wish it was Friday? Oh, man, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I'm playing a waiting game right now, so I, I wish it was Friday as well, and you're you're super busy, and but here we are. We're going to spend... I, I mean, I look forward to this like hour and a half we have together, though, because it's it's our time to catch up. And yeah, it's also nice to just like not think about work and things like that. Think about reality TV, which doesn't right. matter. So no, not at all. Um, but uh, yeah, we have a, a exciting episode with uh, Jess Rothschild today of uh, Hot Takes and Deep Dives. Uh, before we chat with her, though, uh, we just want to talk about some pod stuff. Uh, once again, uh, we have that Patreon. So what are you doing? Go subscribe to it. We got exciting stuff going on over there. We um, just wrapped up our real world homecoming coverage there and we are heading into Flavor of Love um, season one, which will start this upcoming week. And uh, we're not going to announce it yet, but we're pretty sure we have uh, some guests coming on for the first episode that will be pretty explosive. And um, it's not Tiffany Pollard. Um, and um, we will post the first episode of that on our feed feed. So you'll see that next Wednesday. So you can listen and be like, okay, I'm dying for this coverage. I need to subscribe to the page. So I will also say that you can watch Flavor of Love on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, um, that's where you can watch it and either watch along with us or binge it. It's going to be hard for both Tom and I to end, uh, watch individual episodes <laughs> without just watching the whole thing through. Yeah. So um, follow along on Hulu. This is not sponsored by them, but that would be lit. But Would love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would love a little sponsor. So um, just watch there. Listen to our Patreon where we talk about it. And we're so excited to talk. Oh, my gosh. About this legendary show. Legendary. Um, truly cannot wait. Um, and maybe Kix and I will do some dramatic readings of scenes between Tiffany Pollard and Pumpkin. So I would love that. <laughs> Thank you. We definitely will need to do a dramatic reading of, uh, Beyonce, more like Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite, I think. Um, but <laughs> before we uh, get into this full episode, once again, we have to give our so our shout out to all of our amazing dumpster divas, our listeners, y'all are the best. Uh, and thank you to those that are continuing to write just nice little reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us. And it's just a nice way to every morning look and see another review of something kind someone's saying. And it's just, it's great. It, it's, it's fun to see that people are listening, you know? Yes. Thank you so much. We're so excited for all that's coming and so thankful for all your support. Mm-hmm. Can we tell everyone what's happening next week or no? No. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Why not? Because I'd rather it like be revealed later. Okay. Well, this was a good teaser, actually, because okay. now everyone's going to be like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. What's happening? Um, we just, there, there's an exciting episode coming next week with an exciting guest. Can, literally um, cannot wait. Literally cannot wait. I'm almost scared it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, yes, we just wanted to read a five-star review uh, um, from Apple Podcasts. Um, and this review comes from Helena Wel- 
Welty or Helena, Helena or Helena. I don't know which one is your name, but last name Welty. I can't believe you put, they put their full name here. Really great. Asking to be, ex- really asking to be exposed. Um, their, uh, the title of the review is obsessed five stars found this pod through mixing with Mani and I am obsessed. The episode with the reality is pod and Taria has me crying. I lived for the trading spaces. I live for trading spaces. So the combo is everything to me. LOL. 100% recommend. Yes. We had so much fun when Kix was on a, a week, a little hiatus with, uh, Taria and the women from, uh, reality is, yeah, it was uh, like go check that when the parents out. go away, you guys like have a party. That's essentially what happened. <laughs> oh my god i know and we we it was a summer house episode and we recorded for over two hours i'm like guys like do you understand like i at the end of it i was like i was like trying to like wrap it up i'm like ladies i love all of you so much but we gotta like get this thing i gotta get this pot this episode out so we gotta <laughs> end um no but i love taria i love nora i love arthi um and trading spaces iconic i really want to go oh. back and watch old trading spaces i mean I think maybe we do like a bonus Patreon episode where we talk about trading spaces because I could talk I'm about down. it. For that would be so years. fun. Yeah, I don't think it's worth doing like an episodic no, thing, but <laughs> I think we could probably just look up like the episodes with the craziest makeovers, and we could just like watch like three of those or something. Like I that. mean, anything with that. What's I can't her face? just watch Hildy. 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 Jesus. Who painted her own face on a wall? The hay on the walls <laughs> and the sand on the floor. I mean, she's iconic. But She's okay, tune in to an eventual bonus episode on Patreon. All of this will be on Patreon, yes. and it's a great, easy way to support us uh, emotionally and financially. <laughs> <laughs> yes, feed um, into that. Yeah, well, we're gonna just go and take a break and come back with uh, Jess. Oh, and a quick little uh, heads up before this: we are recording this on Wednesday, so we will not be touching on Real Housewives of New Jersey on this episode because we have not watched it yet. So we're just going to chat Atlanta and just kind of like the state of pop culture with her. And we will have an episode with uh, Moni uh, talking Summer House in New Jersey on our Monday episode. So just a little schedule thing, just so you know. Uh, Perfect timing for Helena. What do you mean? Oh, I know. I know. You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Um, Great. Well, we'll take a break and we'll be back with uh, Jess in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, with our guest this week to talk uh, all things uh, Housewives. We have Jess Rothschild of uh, Hot Takes and Deep Dives. Uh, You can follow her at Hot Takes and Deep Dives on Instagram. Please rate, review, subscribe to her podcast. And, I mean, she has superstars on there. We're we're lucky to have her. She has Carson Kressley, Patty Stanger. uh, Patty uh, Stanger is not a superstar. uh, (laughs) Yes, she is. Uh, uh, Fellow Dumpster Dive guest, Brian Moylan. We love Brian here at Dumpster Dive. And, obviously, Rosie O'Donnell. Which, I think that's the that's the only list that Patty Singer and Rosie O'Donnell have been on together. You're so right. You are so accurate. Thanks, guys. I love you guys. I'm I am I'm a fan of both of you. So I'm so happy that you invited me on. I, I even the title of your show, Dumpster Dive. It's so yeah. silly. It's I love so dumb. it. Thank you. I know. We we've had people be like, What does that mean? And I'm like, Well, have you never been called trash for your taste? Like like we literally just exist in this like trash can of of headlines every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> literally that. Um, yeah. Literally I listen, that. 
I listened to you, my, my entry point to your show was actually through Brian Moylan. I listened to you guys recap the premiere of Jersey this mm -hmm. year. And that was yeah. how I like first heard about your show and got into it. And I thought you did such a great job with oh, him thank on you. that. So, thank you. Yeah. Brian was uh, behind the scenes about that episode. Brian was so patient with me. I actually was home where Kix is home. Mm -hmm. I was home recording that episode. And I was in Texas during the blackout, like during the <laughs> the whole freeze and everything. Oh, my God. And so we had just gotten internet like that morning. And I was freaking out all week long because I was like, I'm so, I can't believe we got Brian for the podcast. Like, there's a lot to talk about with him. He has a following. I, we can't reschedule this. At, at one point, my dad was like, like, do you want me to like drive you to McDonald's and we can just like use a hotspot like in the parking lot? <laughs> I'm like, honestly, maybe. <laughs> but we ended up getting everything working, but we ended up having like so many tech issues. So we start and stop. So it was like a two hour recording. Um, and he was so nice you should and patient. No, but you should, if you have that original, the uncut version, mm -hmm. you should release that. The Snyder cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For the, for the criterion edition of your podcast. <laughs> yes. Like, I would listen to that because I'm okay, a super so, fan of Brian's. So yeah, I would want to hear, I like hearing technical difficult. I'm like a nerd like that. Like I yeah. want to hear the raw and uncut. I know. I get it. <laughs> That's how you like it, Jess. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Taria of uh, what else is going on in front of the yeah, pod. She, she's great. Um, she's great. She loves to, she doesn't edit the her episodes all. She just uploads them. And like the episode we were on, like, but she like likes it. She like I she's like I want to hear like I want everyone like to hear you like go and... pick up a delivery or something. And I'm like, really? Do you <laughs> care about that? Like, I live on a noisy street in New York City. Do you really want to hear like sirens through the whole thing? So, um, but yes. Yeah, so that was with Brian. But th thank you for tuning in and listening. That was a fun one. We we need to have him back on because he hasn't met Kicks yet. So. Yes. Um, Very nice. Wait. So, uh, first, tell everyone about hot takes and deep dives. Oh my gosh. I mean, listen, this is a Reddit AMA. Ask me anything. I mean, <laughs> what do you want to know? I mean, how do you yeah. get it started? That's okay, just okay. like about the pod. So, yeah. Sure. So basically, I had an, I, I started podcasting a few years ago through a, a different show. It was still Bravo, but it was but it it was different because I, I had a I did it with somebody else. And so it wasn't quite my voice. And the show was different. Like we we were doing something else. Um, but it was like Bravo adjacent. And so that was really unexpectedly how I got my feet wet in podcasting, just like learning learning first of all the technical side of it learning how to edit mm -hmm. audio learning everything regarding just producing audio because i had never worked with audio before i was a writer before like an entertainment writer i did a lot of celebrity interviews um like gay pop culture so i did that like 10 years ago then i fell into podcasting on a total lark like totally by accident maybe three years ago and then when i went out on my own that's basically what hot takes and deep dives is. So it's in a lot of ways, it's the audio version of what I was doing as a writer in like two that from like 2009 to 2012 to oh, for yeah. like two, three years, mm -hmm. which was like covering like gay pop culture mm -hmm. right. at that time. So wonderful. Yeah. 
I mean, except like now, now there's housewives involved. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Um, no, that's great. Yeah. The, the, the show's awesome and everyone should tune in and Thank support you. the pod. Yeah. Um, wait, so before we jump into all of our stuff, we have to ask you uh, what we ask all of our guests and that is who or what show, uh, Reality show, reality character, personality uh, made you a dumpster diva. So when 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 was trash uh, yours? I would say the first reality show that made me fall in love with this style of television was absolutely the real world. And specifically, I would say the real world New Orleans. Okay, and who's on that one? Can you give me a Danny Danny Roberts? Danny Roberts. Um, okay. He was the gay guy who was dating his boyfriend at the time. Was in the military, and it was still under "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." Mm. Like yeah. "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" was still a thing. So whenever the boyfriend came to visit, his face had to be blurred. So it was oh, wow. Danny Roberts. Melissa Beck was like a big yes. comedic character mm-hmm. on that season. Um, those were like the standouts. If you've heard the, there's also there's this one guy. Um, I, I don't know if you will get this reference, but your listeners certainly will. Yeah. This guy, this guy sang, you know, a guy of like a, a Luke type who would just like play guitar and sing. I can mean, actually, he yeah. was uh-huh. in the studio. Yeah. He had this song, Come On Be My Baby Tonight. And he would sing like, come on, be my baby tonight. And so like, that was like a running joke. That's all yeah. from the real world, New Orleans. So oh, awesome. And then I went back because MTV at that time used, you know, this is, there's no DVR. There's no on demand. No. What season number is New Orleans, do you think? I think it's season, it's the one after Hawaii. Okay. So in like the double digits, because Hawaii is like, I think Hawaii is, because Hawaii is not on Paramount Plus, which I was told that, because I've been trying to watch some old seasons. I wonder if New Orleans is. I'll look it up. I don't, no, no, there, no, it would. Not I think be. it's in the gap because there's it's like a weird gap. gap between yeah. like season eight to like fourteen. Like Las uh, Las Vegas is the for is the beginning of the gap. And the, the beginning think, of the second half. And I believe the reason for that has to do with music licensing. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um. Yes. And New Orleans aired in. I believe in the year 2000. Kix, fact check me. Yes, on I'm, it. I yeah, have the Wikipedia right open right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it, did it air in yes, 2000? 2000. 2000. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this was square. It's so funny. Everything on my show, like always, like all roads, like go back. All roads lead to like the same places. But, and, and I've really, in doing the show and in like thinking of like, guests for the show whenever i'm like brainstorming who would who would really be a good guest who do i really want who was i obsessed with you know back in the day and still think about there are all these reality figures from the year 2000 okay perfect example jerry manthe from survivor mm-hmm. the australian yes Outback. love jerry yeah that aired in the year 2000 and interesting for me the year 2000 is significant because a it's the year i graduated high school B, it's the year that I started college. And what years could be more like that's right. really like, gonna be the most right. formative mm-hmm. teenage year of your life. So Oh yeah. You remember like this you remember the songs, you remember the shows, right. you remember everything. And the it's books, also the... the year that I came out. I came out in the summer, like that year, like over the course of two thousand to two thousand one was when yeah. I came out. So of course that is the most formative year of my life for all of those wow, reasons. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Wow, that's awesome. So, I, I need to, I need, we, 
I don't I don't know. I'm not as familiar with real worlds. Like I be, we're becoming more familiar. Are um, you watching Homecoming though? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just finished it. Yeah, we watched. Yeah, I, yeah we watched so that, the first season of New York, and then we watched Homecoming. What did you think? Um, we loved uh, it. Uh, Homecoming was amazing. Did you watch it? Of course. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> Phenomenal. Can yeah. you believe Be- Becky? I mean, spoiler alert. I mean, but like, can you uh, believe? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel we like talk yes. about it on our. Pa- yeah. <laughs> I feel like unfortunately, yeah. yes, I can believe. Um, no, but I was saying like, do it, we think she's the OG Becky? Like, like that's she funny. Just, like she feels like she fits into that exactly. You know, I also she's think, kind of the OG Karen. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah. And she kept saying like, she's like, doesn't want to be the poster child for white privilege. I'm like, wah wah wah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna continue your real world journey? Um, I'm like on our own, yes, but uh, on so on our Patreon page, we are covering like origins of reality. So we like are going to like we're covering what people have answered to the, the questions. So real world, this and it was like kind of a perfect storm of to start the page was when they were doing the homecoming real world because it was like an easy way to get us kind of into the real world because we aren't familiar with it. Um, so we're about to start coming flavor of love there, which were the, just the first season. Um, and then we definitely want to do a season of American Next Top Model. We want to do like Simple Life. But we're also watching, um, uh, like in our, not for the podcast or for the Patreon, we're watching, both of us have gotten into the challenge because of Challenge All-Stars. So yeah. in turn, like it ends up being like a real yeah, world. Yeah, more real world. Yeah. yeah, Real world road rules. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, have but you... road rules isn't on there. And I want to watch road rules so bad. It's not on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, it's not? Yeah, it starts no, at like season 10 or something. Oh. Yeah. No, there's no road rules. Oh. Oh. It start, yeah, it starts like at a later season and then it's just... The challenge you're saying. Yeah, the challenge, yeah. Not road rules. Oh, though, yes, road rule, yeah. Like, like there's no... Like I want to watch like Mark Long road rules, like the his first season. Like I want to see those things, you know? Speaking of... God, I mean, I could like give you a whole like... I could give you a to-do list of like real world seasons to hit. Like you got to watch Seattle with like Irene yes. with the slap. Like with you the know, the, icon- you know, the, I- I, you know the iconic moments, I right? I recently saw a TikTok that was so funny that someone went back <laughs> and walked the distance from the the house where the taxi was. Because, right, it's like the man runs down the runs down the street to just Steven. hit her in the face. It's right. far as fuck. Like, yeah, they like did a test to see how long it would actually take for you to do it. It's like and it was like all the it's way like a down two the minute, It's like a two minute commitment. You just met Tom. You just mentioned Top Model. Do, have you guys watched mm-hmm. seasons past? Yes, yes. We started from the, I've like, seen the every very season beginning. Of Top Model. Yeah. Do you remember? Um, I don't remember what season she was on, but do you remember Kim Stoll's? The lesbian. The lesbian, yeah, season, yeah. Uh, season five. Yes, season five. She, I, she's gonna, she's coming up on the podcast. Shut up. Yes. Oh my god. It, and I it's cannot amazing. wait to listen. That's amazing. It's, it's amazing because not only is she from Top Model, she then went on to become an MTV VJ. Yes. She, she saw Taylor Swift perform when, like, before Taylor Swift was anybody, and yeah. she thought she was hard like oh this girl's going nowhere (laughs) she tells that story and she also opened one of the last lesbian bars in new york city with this other chick who was on a reality show on showtime called the real l word the real l word Uh 
and we get into all of that and just like the gay bar oh, wow, scene. It's like cool. a very New York. It's I like really, a- I really watched Perfect. the real L word. You did? I did. I watched the real L word. I remember watching it when I was in college. Okay, I was thinking. Okay, I, uh, let me let me ask you this okay, question. Okay. Yeah. Should I get? Should I ask Whitney Mixter on the podcast? Do why not do it? Because I feel like no one's but three people are going to know who she is. I know, and I mean as no shade to your podcast, but you, but just you just did you just did a, a Finding Prince Charming episode. No <laughs> one watched that show. <laughs> Did you listen to that? Yes, yes, yes. it was so good. But it, but it's like now if, if you're gonna to go to there, it. I think yeah. you can do the real L word too. <laughs> I am dying. <laughs> that was no shade at that the episode. I just mean like that is such no, a no, niche show, you're, you're, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but Whitney is like, I mean, actually, they're equally. No, the the real L word was a legitimate success. It like ran yeah. for three seasons. Mm-hmm. It was on Showtime. Finding Prince Charming was one season on fucking Logo. Like, right. nobody watched that. <laughs> no. I think that was Logo's last original programming. Like, I think that literally was, like, I feel like they are like, we got to take Logo literally, out back. <laughs> literally. Because it's it's it literally was uh, Logo's last original programming because at that time, that was the jumping off point when Drag Race moved over to VH1. Yes, I remember. I literally remember all this because it was, like, it, was, it would air, like, uh, during season eight. Bob the Drag Queen Drag Race. Like, I, I remember they yes. would be on, like, similar day. Because it used... Do you remember Drag Race used to be on Mondays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. back back in the day. <laughs> I mean, this was, like... By the way, this was, like, three years ago. Four years. I know, this, like, but just Drag Race ago. has... Drag Race has so, evolved so much in that period of time that it feels so like forever ago. And seasons, too. Now who they're just your, churning them out. Who is your favorite... Like, who are your top two Drag Race people that you love? Uh, we were just talking about Bob the Drag Queen and season eight. Bob, I think, po- like, Bob, I loved Bob on the show. And then as as the years have gone on, the way Bob just, like, continues to turn out content on YouTube and, like, si- sibling rivalry, the podcast is great. Like, I just I, I just love him. And he's, he's so unapologetically Bob. And I love the aesthetic of just being, like, a drag queen's name is Bob the Drag Queen. It, it, it's, just, it's just fabulous. And then I... Okay, I'm gonna give you three. So okay. my two others, my two others, I always say would be my drag moms, like like in a in a group mom, Ooh, yes. drag mom. It would be Raja because Raja was when I like fell in love with Drag Race, mm-hmm. and it would be Bianca Del Rio. I love Bianca. De- Those are all fantastic yeah. choices. Yeah. My favorite. I mean, I love Bob the drag. I interviewed Bob on the on the podcast, and he actually tells the origin story. He, I asked him like, "What what is this name, Bob mm-hmm. the drag right. queen?" And that was not his original drag name. I think the original one. He had a different name, and he t- said what that original one was. Um, and he said that. You, his friends were like, "This is this name is terrible." I think this is when you he, he kitten with ho- the whip. It was kitten with the whip. I've, I've heard, whip. yeah, uh-huh. kitten with the whip, right? And he said, that, <laughs> "Which is kind of fun, that, actually." Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great name. But his friends were like, they people kept misintroducing him, like saying right. the name wrong, and so he's like, "You know what? I'm going to give people a name that is so fucking stupid. You can't mess up the the name Bob." That's amazing. It's perfect. Yeah. And, and what's even better about it is his name's not Bob. His name's Caldwell. That's what's also so funny. You think that like like Lawrence Cheney on Drag Race UK's name is Lawrence, and that's where the name comes from. Yeah. Like 
like uh, Derek Barry's name is Derek, you know, but Bob the Drag Queen's name is Caldwell. <laughs> yeah. No, so my favorite, um, I, I love Monet Exchange. Tom and I like saw her like whole glow up in the city. We would go to her shows when there was like only thirty. Of Don't us. shade her. <laughs> <laughs> no, then, I mean, um, yeah, we were there. We were there from like the beginning. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's been fun to watch her just become a true superstar. And then Detox, like Forever will be my like number one. I love her so much. She is, talk about like unapologetic. She's just like so, she's like a look queen, but is funnier first, which I love. Because I'm not like a big look queen person, but I find her just so enjoyable. Yeah. Detox's season is my favorite season of Drag Race. Season five it's is bar none the best season of Drag Race, period. Yep. Between Alaska, Detox, Jinx Monsoon, mm-hmm. who, I, can I tell you, I only follow, I follow very few drag queens. Very, I'm sorry, I follow, I follow very few Drag Race girls on Instagram because it's kind of like the housewives. Right. It's like, it's endless. So <laughs> I only follow Bob, Bianca Del Rio, and Jinx Monsoon, because I'm like emotionally attached yeah. to them. Mm-hmm. I would, but, I would um, love yeah. to see Jinx. I've heard that they're like incredible performance, like performers. So Beyond. I would, I would love to see her. Yeah, Me I too. was, I, I was in the camp that was like mad when she won, only because like I was so Alaska. I was like such a. Alaska I've always talks. been a huge Alaska <laughs> fan, yeah. and I wasn't mad when she won, but I was just yeah. like. I didn't get it at first because like I just wasn't like I didn't my understanding of drag I think was just different back in what was that 2012 or 11 when she won and so I I was resistant to her at first and then like as the years have gone on she's just like I'm like no this and you, you hear Bob talk about Jinx and she's like I heard I've heard Bob say this in interviews before where Bob's like Jinx is the most talented um, winner of Drag Race, like she yes. is She's literally everything. everything you yeah. want out of a Drag Race queen. Like she has aesthetic, she has POV, she has like She's a char- charisma, uniqueness, formed, serve a talent. She's a fully <laughs> formed character. The it's fact a character, that she, absolutely. This is, yes, 100%. It, she, this is a, she's an actress. Like she was in, she was in um, Happiest Season. That? Oh is my God, she wasn't Happiest Season, mm-hmm. but she oh, no in theater be- right before she was on Drag Cat. Like, cast on drag race she was in some performance when she was living in either portland or seattle wherever she was from she's she was on stage doing some iconic character that is like slipping my mind but anyway like a real theater yeah theater queen if you will theater yeah she's she's amazing she yeah season i always tell people and people listening right now if, if you've never watched drag race before and you want kind of a guide of where to go I always say start with either season four or five because mm-hmm. it gives you the real, the cast has all the prototypes. Like it has the, the comedy Queens, the fashion Queens, the, but, but also no one is trying too hard for the camera. They're yeah, all very like, much it's themselves. Before, it's before like merch and right. like singles and all and this Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. I mean, Instagram was a thing, but it wasn't a business like it is now. Mm-hmm. So it's just truly like, I think really really authentic it's so good and they were also at that time still making their own costumes like yeah versus now they get a list of every challenge Mm -hmm. and they hire people to pre-make those costumes and they literally fly to la with them which i don't even understand like how is this 
how is this a thing? Like, how is this a competition at this point? If you gave people homework and they did it, they paid professionals. I'm that, that's what I don't really yeah, understand I don't, that because but. one of the girls on the current season, like Bob, is it Bob Mackie, Tom, who dresses what? her? No. Oh, Bob, oh. Bob Mackie. No, Bob. No, 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 no Bob Mackie. Cher. No, 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 yes. no. Bob Mackie <laughs> is best friends with um, what's her name? I'm forgetting her name. She was on this season. She went home um, early. Oh my God, what's her name? Uh, Kamora Hall. Oh, Kamora. Okay. So Kamora is very close with Bob Mackie, and Bob has given her like some sample, gowns, like sample dresses, because she's so small that she's like literally <laughs> sample shit. size. Yeah. And that's where well, that's we are not now. Fair. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I mean, she did right. go home like third, so. Right. <laughs> Money can't buy you class. <laughs> oh my yes and no you know <laughs> um wait so before we talk atlanta we do have to talk about so much has happened Ugh. in the past like couple days since we recorded that we have to touch on um let's start with colton a little bit um i know you i, I don't know that you're a bachelor person and i've never literally never yeah, seen it that's but okay. of okay. course i know but, I, I mean, I, and the carol everything that happened. there's a lot went down today i know and about so, carol so, yeah. <laughs> so, carol so, i have a phd in carol Raswell. oh nothing i can't goes wait past, nothing goes past me <laughs> wait so um, colton, when it comes to carol so yeah so colton came out yeah. came out on gma which i just want to say I of course preface this whole conversation with I'm of course happy that he is getting to live like a true like live as his true self. That is what that is what is super important. However, we I I say this a lot on this podcast and I try to think about this in life is like multiple things can be true. Like someone can be both like a great example of like like inclusion and also be like not a very good person do you know what i mean like mm -hmm. like i think sometimes we put people on these pedestals where it's like if they're like if they are the one like for for instance like i've i've used this analogy a lot with like diversity on housewives like just because of course garcelle is awesome it's awesome to have diversity on Beverly Hills. Do I think she's maybe a good housewife? I'm not sure about it. Yeah, I'm not totally mm -hmm. sold. Like two things can be true. Like mm -hmm. I like, and something where the two things can be true with him <laughs> is he can, it's exciting that he has been able to be his true self. What is frustrating is that he, um, this year went through all of this, yeah. in 2020, went through all this drama with his uh, now ex-wife, uh, Fiance. No, they weren't even engaged. I think it was just girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Ex-girlfriend where he was creating burner phones and calling her, checking in on where she was, putting tracking devices underneath her car, mm -hmm. like stalking yeah, her. Emailing. And, so, what, and, so what was that about? Like what he, was he afraid of? I don't know. They broke well, I don't up know. I mean, and they broke up and it like happened, I guess, six months or so after they broke up. He just started like truly stalking her after i think she started like seeing other people and just like enjoying her life yeah and so i mm. i'm not a doctor by any means but i could imagine it was some sort of like jealousy of like this girl gets to just like live authentically and he can't but not again what's tom saying is that and, none uh, of him coming out on good morning america and spoiler alert having a netflix show about his which i can't like, new life doesn't erase the fact that he 
was stalking a woman. I wish, and- but I guess what my point is, I wish, I feel like no one's having the conversation about the fact that he's yet to come out and apologize, like yeah. really have a conversation I about mean, I mean, I definitely, him I disagree on there that. There was a restraining People are order. talking about it. I, he hasn't, I don't know if he's apologized about it. Apparently he has apologized directly to her. Cassie but can you imagine, name. but can you imagine if a black man did what he did? the complete like oh think of, think about what would happen and how the story would be played if a black man went on what in the whole thing everything was the same except mm-hmm. he was burner phones putting trackers on cars mm-hmm. doing all this stuff and like it would have been taken much more seriously he certainly would not have gotten a netflix deal after he came out yeah. like like no, i just no. i think that we need to like have a second and be like okay i'm happy that you came out but this is this is like step one in the journey of you trying to like reconcile with like you maybe not being the best person right. and that doesn't mean you can't become a good person also, but like that doesn't I just mean don't... that carol raswell can like okay. give well, him so... shit on twitter <laughs> Okay, so wait, I have the screenshots. Let me pull them up. So, <laughs> so Carol then took to the Twitter machine and um, one second, let me find it. Okay, Carol says, <laughs> can't wait to get your take on this, Jess. Uh, congrats to Colton Underwood, but also what? You apply, <laughs> you apply and compete with other men to go on a TV show looking for love and you think you might be gay? What about processing that without involving TV crews and 25 girls? It's a great day for gay men and a bad day for young women. <laughs> the, the it gets worse. Really gets it's me. like, okay, she's like, be nice. And then she says, but, so you know, it's going to take a hard fucking South. And then she's like, bad, bad, bad. Slam dunk horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then Damien Bellino, who used to be uh, yeah, on love Andy's him. Girls. I love him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damien says, Carol, religion and family add literal lo- and literal location and a myriad of other factors can inform a person coming to terms, accepting being public with their sexuality. Your take is nasty is a nasty stereotype that perpetuates the idea that LGBTQ plus are in some way duplicitous. Carol. <laughs> no, it's not. I've known many men who've struggled and come out different times in their lives. It's very difficult, but I believe this is a TV show involving 25 women. All I'm saying is there is any, <laughs> all I'm saying is if there's any doubt, why do that? Seems harder. Shut the fuck up, Carol. Yeah, That's all like I have to have say no, about it. Shut up. Just shut up. Like, <laughs> Okay, Jess, what are your thoughts? Because you, you, Listen, you I know can't the ins and outs of Carol. Carol in this. I think. <laughs> are you a team Carol, Bethany person? Yeah. Yeah, I had a feeling. Yeah, I. But I love. But I love Bethany. Yeah. 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 No. Like, I, like I, this I, is like the heart that I can go. I mean, wow, we really took a left turn. Like, <laughs> I could do it. I could do an hour on Bethany and Carol. But right. in that instance, I think I believe Carol. I've listened to both of their sides, and even all these years after, like actually, Carol just did an interview very very recently and she rehashed the whole thing and once again gave her side i believe carol oh i believe carol's side of the story more than i believe bethany's they both are true they both are Mm -hmm. their experiences Mm -hmm. but i believe bethany does have ulterior motives whereas carol like doesn't give a shit she's just like living her life yeah so that's the that on that but um as far as this, I mean, 
I don't know. Listen, I've, I've never watched The Bachelor. I'm not invested. As far, okay, let's, let, let me just relate to it. Uh, let me just relate to it from the standpoint of a guy going on the, how long ago was he on The Bachelor? Uh, so he was on, he was on, he's been on a couple seasons. So he was on Becca, he was on Becca Kerfin's season as mm-hmm. a contestant, right, Kix? Yeah. Yeah, and then he was on Bachelor in Paradise, and then he was then The Bachelor. Was the Bachelor. And then <laughs> all of this was certainly since 2016. So it's it, it's been in the past, like, three years that he's three been years. on. Three well, franchises. Some, people's sexuality is, is none of anyone else's business. Like, the only person that can yeah. be, like, maybe hurt but still happy for him is Cassie, his ex-girlfriend. Here's here's the thing. Somebody's sexuality and their journey with that, first of all, they're going through that from the time they're a teenager. And right. particularly with guys, I'm sure, um, Tom, you can attest to this. Guys start guys are aware of their sexuality from age seven. Who told you I was gay? <laughs> <laughs> I read it on the internet. <laughs> like, oh, I've been blocked. Like, aren't, aren't, I, aren't I right? Like a guy doesn't Yeah, oh my God, wait, of well, course. Of, yeah, of you... course, right? Of yeah. course, there, there are gay men who go on to marry women and have children with women. That doesn't change the fact that they are choosing to lead that lifestyle. That doesn't change the, that doesn't make them not gay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so- Colton, whatever the fuck, he knew he was gay from when he was seven years old. This has nothing to do with his quest and desire for attention, fame, money. These are, and trust me, the quest for attention, fame, and money are a lot more alluring than, you know, doing the hard work of therapy and Mm -hmm. God knows what else Mm -hmm. to deal and come to terms with yourself. I think that the two things can exist at the same time. And I think he, you know, this is his, his thing. Listen, he, he got a name for himself and here we are. And he's going to have a Netflix, like good for him. I, I think it's great that I think it takes a lot of courage at this late stage in the game of his fame to come out. I mean, look at, Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's like I don't know. It, you have also, to wait. Oh, sorry, Tom. You have to wonder no, 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 about sorry. just like sports and he in growing up religious and how much that was a factor in him. Totally. Maybe not suppressing, but just holding back from being his like authentic self, and it's just kind of. I'm curious to see if he speaks more about it or on his Netflix show. I'm not sure I'll be tuning in, but we'll have to mm-hmm. ask Gus. Kennedy. <laughs> Wait, no, I don't know if Jess knows that he was an NFL player. Too. Oh yes, I did. I did know mm-hmm. that. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, I think there's what, what's sad and you know, what needs to be a, the big conversation here is religions, both religion. Cause he was a virgin on the show, mm-hmm. by the way, that was his like storyline <gasps> oh, on the show. Oh, I know this guy. Was that he was I a know virgin. the virgin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> which, all right. It's which all then, coming together. Oh, yes, it yeah. all makes sense. I know. I know. But, uh, and, and okay. I'm just going to say, I'm not saying that I this have any part story, of this. I do know. A uh, very yeah, early episode this of this podcast, somewhere. I literally said there is a certain type of guy on The Bachelor that we'll soon find out is gay. And of, it's often the virgins, a.k.a. Colton. I literally, he I don't, I wish we could find the episode. without knowing facts. I literally right. said this like months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I, t- 
toxic masculinity is will will ruin this world, you know, and and has in the past. Yeah. <laughs> it is and has and will. And it just makes me sad that like these uh, like men and women have to hide because of, you know, the society that they they grew up in. So that that part really does break my heart and, and I'm happy for him. I just I hope for I hope that for Gus, <laughs> for Gus and Colton they can uh, maybe bring on some, you know, non-white queer people onto the Netflix special as well because yeah. non, non-white queer people also deserve to get that Netflix check yes sorry my cat is screaming at me every time I can't hear I can't hear okay it. um okay so let's talk um about let's briefly talk about uh Erica Jane a little bit because there was some Erica Jane news that dropped today yeah like maybe a couple hours ago yes um about how Tom's team is suing her now Yes. What re- can you get- <laughs> yeah, I have a okay. screenshot. Full, disclo- full disclosure, I flew. Oh, yeah, yeah I'll be fine. honest with your listeners. You're fine. You're fine. I was on a plane today. I flew from New York to LA. So I'm currently in LA and I missed this news. So give me the news yeah, and I will no. respond to it in real time. Great. Yes, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> I'm breaking all, the on, fourth wall. I love on, it. I love no, it. you're fine. On your podcast, you, you kind of break down a lot of the Erica story. Like you have a lot of episodes yeah, dedicated yeah. to, yeah. like, you know, all of the legal drama. Um, so Ronald Richards is uh, a Twitter personality and uh, yes. lawyer. And lawyer. He, he tweets a lot about, he was tweeting a lot about Jen Shaw and stuff. He said, uh, Tom Girardi's trustee is, Tom Girardi's trustee is obtaining special counsel to sue Erica Jane. The proposed special counsel is a defendant in lawsuit by uh, Girardi Keese. There may be a conflict and the two trustees may not be working in tandem on this. Here are the terms. This means that there is credible information that Erica Jane has received money from Girardi and may have transferred it to others. She is refusing to give it back. Uh, and and then I don't really know what this means, but it is 33% slash 45% split depending on the stage of the case. EJ referenced a legal fund. Was it for this? No, there's a lot of words here. I don't understand. But wait, is, wait a second. Is, this, is this alleging? Is this alleging that one of the victims... Okay, wait. Let me make try to make sense of this. Oh, mm-hmm. You're smarter than this, me. Are they alleging? Are they alleging that the funds that were due to the reward that was due to go to one of the victims of whatever one of the I, we don't know if this is the Boeing Air case or if this is another one of the other lawsuits, one of the other victims that he had a deal with Erica that there was going to be a split, like a 30, 33, whatever, sixty, whatever split, mm-hmm. and she's she gave that to Mikey to pay for the glam and is that the issue? And now they're suing to get that money back. Is Am I, I understanding think I, this correctly? I think you're absolutely right. I think the, the added part to it is she's refusing to give the money back because it is gone. I think that's, I think that's what it's saying. I think it's like, of course it's gone. Right. No, but <laughs> yeah, look at her I think life. it's a very it's substantial amount of money that <laughs> and, and they're like, we need, need to- this back. And so instead she's like, well, I, I gave it to Mikey. But also, but also, they're not going to, I don't believe that they will be able to successfully sue because, first of all, it it would be considered joint marital asset. And Mm -hmm. also, it's a, it would probably for tax purposes, it would be filed under like a loan, a loan, this is the way he did the $20 million loan to EJ Creative, which was to get her music career off the ground. I don't think actually she if it is a loan if it's a loan she would be required to give it back if it's just a a gift or a deal that wouldn't there wouldn't be paperwork around that that would just be technically a gift like tax purposes 
I'll after I'm done with this, I'll tell you why I know this. But tax purposes, you can file like gift on like you don't have to pay income tax for quote unquote like someone giving you a gift. I mean that makes also, sense. Also, couldn't that but- couldn't this just be like a simple transfer? How could there be a paper trail well, for this? So there, well, okay. The the other slides I don't have screenshotted. I mean, we can find them. Uh, I found this on... If you go to... Sarah Galley posted mm-hmm. them on her story. Um, and uh, other people did, but that's the, like the screenshots I have. Um, mm-hmm. She... Uh, there, There's like an actual like legal document, I think, of the transfer of funds or something that's attached to this oh. post. Yikes. Wait, Ooh. by the once way, again, once again, that this is all alleged and I'm I'm a dumb slut and don't know anything. So <laughs> and by the way, I learned, the thing, about a g- the, I learned <laughs> the thing about gifting from TikTok where um, I don't know why my algorithm came up with like sugar daddies, sugar baby TikTok, sugar babies. Yeah. Oh, so the, so sugar babies are not are, are tax free. <laughs> you can, they can be yes. <laughs> wow, I mean you learn something every day. Okay, kids, that's why you wait, tune this in. Is sending me, so you don't have to file taxes on sugar baby money. No. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, that's I know what I'm do doing it. this year. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this question. It's funny. I I asked a guest uh, on, on my show. The, uh, this this question i pose this so i'm gonna pose this to the team right here which of these three are most exciting to you or were when the when the news hit which made your heart skip a beat the most on christmas eve when you found out about luann's arrest Mm -hmm. when this girardi case broke back in november december Mm -hmm. or when the jen shah news broke last the other week wow so, okay, I'll go. It's first. a hard question. I literally did this on my show. Okay, this week. I'm going to say Jen Shaw because Erica, the Girardi stuff doesn't shock me a bit. Like, we knew there was something going on there. And I guess you could say the same thing with Jen. But... Well, actually, the news initially was that they were getting divorced. Mm-hmm. So that. So, yeah, still, but the Jen news, Shaw, news is the stealing, also... stealing from the plane crash is the real, is the real there, there, you know? <laughs> mm hmm. But yeah, I would say Jen Shaw because the other ones didn't surprise me as much as Jen's, the level of Jen Shaw's arrest. Not that, like, I guess, I mean, it's all bad, period. (laughs) I think this might be a curveball for everyone here, but I will never forget the morning. I will never forget Christmas Eve morning. Right? I won't. Same. I remember. I remember mom and because Kix Kix used to live in this apartment that I'm in with me. Mm -hmm. Kix was in her room. Mom and dad were. are, we're asleep in my room and I got to sleep on the couch. I'm so lucky. And uh, I remember waking up on the couch and <laughs> looking at my phone and being, and just seeing like Luann like arrested. And I just like sat up and just like, was like, no, this can't, this cannot be. Santa came like, early. Santa really came early that, that year. And you know, it just, I think with both Jen and Erica, like I had heard rumblings for a while that Tom Girardi was in legal shit. Mm-hmm. Like we've, I think they've kind of alluded to it on the show before. And I, there, there's been a, a couple podcasts that have kind of alluded to that. Um, and then Jen Shaw, like is a scammer, which we, we already knew she was a scammer before, you know, this came out. Luann getting arrested for essentially assaulting a police officer oh, after God. she broke into, b- broke into a stranger's <laughs> room after, uh, w- broke into a stranger's hotel room 
and this is all after a divorce from a man who fucked the entire cast of Roni. Like, there's so many levels to it that I'm like, that has to be the winner. <laughs> is that I, where you're at too, okay, Jess? Tom, you you pleaded a great case, and I have to agree with you. So my unpopular opinion is that I definitely put I put Luann and the Girardis. They are in a different stratosphere than Jen Shaw for the simple reason that I don't give two shits about Jen Shaw. Yeah, same. same. I've seen one season of this woman. I didn't even particularly love Salt Lake City. She was a thirsty tryhard, pathetic performance. I I hated everything she stood for. Well, Completely inauthentic and an embarrassing. You know, here we. I'm saying yeah, it, no. an embarrassing performance on mm-hmm. Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God, that was that was she's mortifying. A, she's a loser. She's bad yeah. at her job. <laughs> and so for that reason, I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I even no. said on I even said on the on on my episode that if I'm being really honest about it, I can't believe that there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people that are staying up until all hours of the night trying to follow and talk about this case on Clubhouse. I can't believe it. It's in- <laughs> Wait, it's- <laughs> I have to tell you, I didn't tell you this, Jess. I heard you on a clubhouse say something similar to this. And oh, yeah. you, <laughs> you're like, I can't believe we're talking about this. And the thing about, about clubhouse like, I is, yeah. I don't give a shit either. The thing about clubhouse that like I can't handle is there's no reactions. So like you'll say something and every time I say something, you're like, I guess everyone hates me now. Like, and I just like yeah, never I'll know. I'll often like do a whole. I'll, I'll often do like a, like a solid like five minutes of stand up and like right. drop the mic and like. <laughs> I know, and you, but like no one like, laughs I'm or anything. My, if I'm gonna get up and talk, I'm gonna like perform. I'm right. like just like this isn't a walkie talkie for me. Like I'm I know. Trying to be enter- it, yeah, which I'm is what it is. I'm not entertaining. I, 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 yeah. I even yeah, just because I'm trying to like make the people laugh, but like. Guess what? We're we all we all have podcasts where there's a level of narcissism in us. Like we want to hear that people think we're funny. In Clubhouse, I sometimes I'm like I like I need like a laugh track. I'm but, waiting um, for the applause at the end. I know, I know, we need that. I I I. But I heard you say this, and I the room the air was sucked out of the <laughs> the room. But I was like, I literally agree with Jess. I'm like. Obviously, there's I don't have a lot going on in my life right now besides podcasts and whatever's on my television screen. So it's given me a jolt. But in the grand scheme of things, like, who the fuck cares? And I don't know. Do you think, okay, so we, we listened to what were our favorites. Which do you think, who do you think will, out of Erica and Jen, get a, uh, a more significant sentence? Oh, Jen. Jen. Yeah, Jen no, because, I agree. Jen, because with, with Erica, it's Tom who committed the crime. We'll see what TBD, what happens with with Erica herself. Um, Tom is the one who is going to have to really face reality here. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's already been disbarred. He's an older guy. Like, there's, there, he, who knows if he'll even be alive to, like, live through whatever sentence will be given to him. Yeah. Jen is going to serve time. Yeah. Because- this was a, this was, like, defrauding... It's similar to, to Tom Girardi defrauding victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, so. Ooh, yeah. It's bad news. Um, but again, okay. she's a dumb asshole. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, no, I can't okay. delete. Like, cl- I'm closing the browser. I don't care. Thank <laughs> you. No, really, thank three you, million, There were three million criminals we could. It's like not every criminal is fascinating. 
Will I tune into her investigation discovery episode about her case? Absolutely. But yes, yeah. <laughs> like that's the format I wanted. Like I want a reenactment. I want the whole thing, you know? Like <laughs> a reenactment. Oh my god, of the ski chalet. Like, there's people like skiing in the background. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Where what where was this? No, I'm saying I no, want No, he that. wants it. Oh, you want yeah. it. I'm saying the only way I want to really consume the story is via ID. Okay, ID guys, channel. you sold me. I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm team. No, um, there's nobody no, right. No, no, there's nobody no one's right, right or wrong. wrong. They're just, all criminals. It's just how I, how we, how I <laughs> yes. feel. Yeah. Yes, Tom. They are all criminals. Um, okay, well, we need to talk about Atlanta. I want to talk about the Beverly Hills trailer, but we, we're, we're running out of time. Um, we'll, we'll the talk Beverly about... Hills trailer, in a nutshell, I give uh-huh. it a 10 out of 10. Agreed. Period. Yeah. I, I, I give it a 10 wait. out of 10. Wait. And I'm sure I'll give the season a 6 out of 10. Oh, certainly. Every <laughs> you know? player, usual player, is doing what they're doing. I can't wait to see Sutton just shine. And that's what I'll say. I'm Marcel, excited. I've, al- I've always... Of, but, yeah. which... You've liked Sutton, Jess? No, I was going to say, I, I, I like them all. The truth is, I like them all. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I love Beverly Hills. I, I like the whole cast. And I've never had a problem with... Beverly Hills like even the seasons that sucked even like puppy gate and this and that I enjoy watching these people mm-hmm. um in a way that I can't in the same way I enjoy watching them like I would just watch them do whatever it's this the same innate feeling is why I cannot stomach the people on OC mm-hmm. it's like right. some stuff just turns you on more yeah, than yeah. other stuff yeah. so because I the arts their life is the most lavish of all the housewives of uh, Beverly Hills like they they have money in huge ass homes and all right. these things so it is like very like pleasing to see right in the end we have at least the visuals you know yeah yeah um okay so let's jump into Atlanta um I so the season is coming to an end next week is the finale I really first of all yeah Oh, um, wow. What do you give this season? Um, I give this... one to t- one to ten. Uh, I would give it a, a probably like a six or a seven. It's weird because like like Bolo episode is ten out of ten, like one of the best episodes of Housewives. Like like it's so entertaining. They the women are delivering on all cylinders. The problem is when we get back to <laughs> when we get back to Atlanta, there's not a lot of there there because these women aren't really friends like they don't really like marlo and portia fighting about their friendship it's like guess what this would this fight wouldn't exist if the show wasn't here cynthia and nini though the reason that fight was so hard to watch and entertaining both hard hard to watch i mean just because you're sad but like entertaining television is because they're real friends and they were having these conversations when the cameras were down but portia is a queen she is hilarious she's amazing I just don't know that she wants to be on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And like Marlo is like trying really hard to make a storyline happen. And I want to say thank you, Marlo, uh, especially thank you, Marlo, for ordering the pizza at Canyon sauce. That really <laughs> brought me joy. Um, but you know, I, I, I don't know. It's just like in the end for me, similar to Beverly Hills for you, I could watch these women do nothing because they they just innately in their bones are so fucking funny. Like yeah. they, they they're have, so watchable. They have great personalities. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just there's not when we break it down to what makes a good like season though the storylines are just weird and like I 
I like this profit lot storyline. Oh my god, it's, it's really interesting. It, it's juicy. Isn't it very shades of Jamal Bryant. Yes. It's very shades of Jamal Bryant for sure. I, I think there is a culture there like that though. Like, do you think? Do you guys think that? Do you think that there is a a a the where religion plays itself into like the dating culture and the like? I just think it's different than, than also, anywhere else. There's something I don't understand. Like, we grew up in a church. Our parents still go to church. Um, I didn't think prophets were like a thing. A thing, yeah. Have you do know about any prophets, Jess? No, but I find that the title Prophet Lot, just that name to be hilarious. It sounds it like sounds a, like a character in a porn. Oh, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it sounds like someone like like uh you gotta call Prophet Lot to fix that and then he shows up and takes off his robe, you know? It's it's good. I thought this I thought this episode was Really good. Yeah, I thought the, I thought yeah, the, no, I thought no, this no. was I, really fun. So I agree. Tom, I agree. The only, I have to say the only people I think that are real friends are Kenya and Candy and Cynthia. Like that, those yes, three the women three of are them like I think are friends. friends. But yeah, you're right. Because it's like Portia again is like giving us everything we want, and but her drama is she's so over it. She's not feeding into it which is good for her self-worth and her as a person but not good for reality tv because she's not like well while the bolo thing is annoying as fuck to keep talking about for this whole season it's like she's not really giving it anything anymore but kenya's mm-hmm. like trying to pull storyline literally out of her yeah I, the the storyline producing is frustrating to me the reason i think the profit lot storyline is fun is because it <laughs> i don't think anyone saw <laughs> drew being a story producer on the show coming no. like i think everyone was like wait what <laughs> like I, I think they because i think they knew they were wrapping filming soon i can't imagine they all thought that there was going to be a new scandal to come out in like the very last yeah. minutes of their I, filming i like I, quick hot take i like drew a lot i definitely mm-hmm, think she'll same. be back latoya mm-hmm. announced she's gone oh yeah she's already, not coming back right uh, I, but she's just a friend of yeah yeah she's just a friend of i i think her leaving almost makes it look worse like it makes it look like she is well, more is she leaving because of this well initially i, I thought she was I just... just leaving because she's so mean <laughs> <laughs> and was like i'm a bitch on tv do we know like... if they're still do we know if they are still involved her and profit lot they were I don't know. So follow so if everyone listening, go follow both Kiki Monique of Talk of Shame as well as um I d- you know, I don't know the name of the person that runs this account, but uh Latinas who love Bravo, Latinas for Bravo. I, I need to look that handle up. But sh- but uh both of them did very extensive deep dives on Profit Lot. Ooh. And okay. they I, I'm not going to go into all of it here because it would be very just like me reading essentially an Insta story to everyone. But, um, <laughs> but there's a lot of interesting things about uh, his past. The uh, account's called his ex-wife. Um, Bravo Latinas. Bravo Latinas. Yes. Okay. And then yeah, oh yeah, Latinas watching Bravo. That 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 was the sub the sub thing in it. Yes, go follow Bravo Latinas. Um, no, so yeah, it's on their highlights. They have a whole breakdown there. But there's some interesting stuff about. Prophet Lot's ex-wife, and she's like a crazy Trumper. Um, and then, that's a like, twist. she's a very like Another. Candace Owens. She's like a very Candace Owens like character. Um, and then there is some interesting timeline discussions that are weird that both Kiki 
um, Anne Bravo Latinas brought up was that on the show, um, Latoya, when they're at the um, the Black on Business event, mm-hmm. she's talking to Candy. She's like, because I was in his, uh, because I've been in his class for six weeks or something like that. Blah 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 blah. And then later, then they're sitting down at dinner, and she's like, well, because I met him three weeks ago, like. And I know it's a weird, like, it's a very weird detail, but for someone, when, when you're, when you're skipping details like that, it reads a little weird, like, like that you're like, it's a story that you've been working on, like back when you were getting ready, you know? So that was something that was kind of interesting about her being like, I've been in this six week, I've been in, I've been in this course with him for six weeks. And then later she's like, I've only known him for three weeks or something like that. It did, it did seem like she was trying to over explain which felt, which always like indicates in my brain as like people trying covering to up. covering up something up. Yeah. But it was, I mean, I can't believe they FaceTimed him. Well, okay. That- so <laughs> then let's talk about the FaceTime a little bit because something, and this is my same issue with Miriam Cosby. I'm not saying <laughs> that, I'm not saying that, you know, ministers and people in that sort of leadership level can't like nice things because they're people just like anyone else. Sometimes there's something about like, a minister, a pastor, a prophet, um, in like head, head to toe designer, Gucci, where yeah. my radars like kind of just start to go off because okay, there's something wait. off. And I don't know if it's growing up in Texas, growing up in the South with mega churches and how corrupt those are. Some there's something wait, off. Right? Wait, wait, wait. You guys both are freaking out, so go. Okay, this is not about prophet law, but it is about mega churches and the what you're saying, Tom. So when I was driving in, um, a couple weeks ago from Atlanta, I passed this huge mega church that's like famous, like the pastor's verified on Instagram and so are his kids level of fame. It's a helicopter whoop, taking off from the roof. No fucking way. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. At fellowship? Oh yeah, probably taking to his home that's at, yeah. I'm two or 18. If you, you're aware, if you're from yeah. Flower Mound, you know where that is. That like, it's like, wait, what the fuck? And of course, I'm listening to like true crime podcasts on my 13 hour drive. So I'm like, this has to be the next one. This may, like, I don't understand how you can preach and get like preach about giving tithes and offerings and all right. these things. When the people see you take off in a helicopter, you're like, OK, is that where my 10 percent of my salary went that you tell me yeah, to give that, to you? The allocation <laughs> of finances is really interesting with the church, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Jess, what, what I, were listen, you going to say? I, I think there's a lot of corruption. I mean, listen, I, 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 listen, what I know about the church is from Mary Cosby. <laughs> like, you know, it, it, I, I didn't, you know, I'm Jewish. My family is Jewish. I, mm-hmm. I didn't grow up. I don't know. I, the only stuff I know about church and all of that is from the media, any media that I've mm-hmm. consumed. So, you know, my first time knowledge is, is very, very limited. Um, but I do believe that there is corruption everywhere and Mm -hmm. there is always corruption when it's in the hands of power. Mm -hmm. So who knows? We'll see. But I mean, very interested. I like Kiki and Monique a lot and I'm interested Mm -hmm. to dig into that story. Yes. Go check it out because it's, there's, there is there, there like Jamal, Brian and uh, prophet lot live in the same universe of scammers. I think (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. The Providence so, Cinematic Universe, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a show there in Atlanta of like the <laughs> fucked up prophets. In Atlanta. Not, maybe not a show, but like an HBO six week docuseries. <laughs> Funny. Um, no, but I'm, I'm trying to think of anything else about Atlanta. I mean, well, I, I, was- I, I do want to say I, I really loved the exchange between Marley. It was all the girls pretty much just that scene where they were talking about um, Marlo's lipo. When Shamia's yes. like, but you already had lipo. And Portia's like, before you got lipo? So, so you got lipo recently. And Marlo's like, wait, what did you say? I th- it was so good. I and she couldn't keep her story straight. I thought that was really funny. What the hell is going on? Okay. I thought that was really funny. I agree. Um, I have to retract something that I said last week because last week I shaded the restaurant Blaze a lot because I felt like what, what I said last week was a fancy fireplace does not a restaurant make. <laughs> and I just want to take. I want to take it back a little bit because that meal they ate looked uh, delicious. Uh, yeah. And you better believe I looked up the menu. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, the only disappointing thing when I looked up the menu is that they have 3.5 out of 5 stars. So they're better than Is this on Yelp? What's this on? Google. (laughs) Oh, on Google. Well, (laughs) I mean, I trust Google sometimes. We should look up Seamless. I find that Seamless, Mm, if they're they're on takeout, I always believe a Seamless rating more than a Yelp or anything else. Because Seamless, there's nothing like a pissed off delivery, like recipient. Like (laughs) when you're like, this is cold. Like, you know what I mean? So people really go off there. Um, I, 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 you know, I mean, it was a good episode. I feel like that's kind of like it on Atlanta. There's um, not that much to say. It was just yeah. No, no, no. It was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. Um, before we let you go, two things. One, any thoughts on Jersey right now? <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying it uh, the way I always have. Um, it's clearly uh, a bit acted mm-hmm. at this point. Joe Gorga, you know, he's he's gunning for best supporting actor at the Golden Globes. Mm, yeah. But it's, uh, you know, he, he's a good actor. <laughs> I, I, I'll have to disagree with you on that, but I think oh, you're, dis- you're disagreeing. I, he, I'm disagreeing that he's a good actor because oh, I think his oh, storylines oh, are so you transparent. Think he's gonna get a Razzie. I think he's on the Razzie list. Yeah. <laughs> I I, I'm finding it so entertaining. I, a lot of these shows, I could just watch them do nothing. So yeah. this is on that list. I'm finding the most entertaining part about this season are the men. Like I like I like you know they're doing a, a Men of Jersey Watch What Happens Live special. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Oh my god! Yes. So oh, this is breaking news. If any of you guys, any of your listeners, missed this, it was announced today that for the the first week of May, it's going to be a week of special episodes. That's when the kids oh, special the kids is going to air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doing a thing. Um, they are doing the Men of Jersey. They're doing a reunion of coincidentally i just did a whole episode uh, a deep dive on nyc prep which was mm-hmm. a yeah, one season yeah. wonder i guess i'm a i'm a, a prophet lot because i <laughs> prophesized this into fruition with ryan bailey and they're gonna reunite a couple of those people with a couple of it's gonna be a single episode with probably yeah. two people from nyc prep somebody from gallery girls millionaire matchmaker i can't imagine who um and 
maybe something else. Right. Um, and then I think well, a couple exciting. other special. The, the men of Jersey, I, I'll definitely. It, it feels like it's like Bravo's Shark Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'll I'll definitely tune in. I mean, I love the men of Jersey. It's like half the reason I watch the yeah. show. I mean, yeah. Frank Catania is like is Queen B. Love him. The, my favorite thing is people have been posting him with small things. Like a small, like apple martini, like a small, like, <laughs> really? Yeah, because like a, it's like screen grabs from the episodes that he's like always. He has like tiny glasses on and a tiny pen, <laughs> and like <laughs> he's, just, he's gigantic. Yeah. Okay, now, now, who in Jersey of the men are you most attracted to? Me. Yeah, I mean, granted, I, I know that, that that might not be your cup of tea, but just like no, in I'm, general. No, I'm attracted like... to gay guys all the time. I mean, not that any of them are gay. No, no, I love this game. No, I'll tell you who's hot and who's not. I, I yeah, love... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want find a hot men not. more attractive than women sometimes. <laughs> but, um, okay, wait, let me... Who is most attractive on Jersey? Who who would you who would you welcome into the bedroom? Because I'm Team Joe, Evan Joe, forever. Joe Gorga. Gorka. Yeah, I, he doesn't do it for me like he does it for everyone. I think um, Jackie's husband. Yeah, Evan. Evan. Yeah, that's who. Yeah, he doesn't do it for me. Oh, I like the beard. It's hot. Sometimes I like a short guy. Like I'm a I'm a short girl. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm a very I'm I'm a small person. So I sometimes like a short guy. And also he has a he has a nice face. Joe Gorga. He's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he is pretty. You're, you're absolutely right. I like no, a pretty. I like a pretty guy. Okay, great. Is that, is that why you like me? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious. You're like, okay, great. <laughs> um, wait, so before we let you go, Jess, we have to uh, wrap up on our little final segment, and that is uh, we need you to diagnose us with where you pick us in reality television. So so the two of us will, will say our thoughts on you first about where we kind of would pit you, and then during that time – uh, I want you to just kind of like brainstorm and think about where where, like, where like Kix what, what and I might show belong. I would put you on? You can, Get as can creative as you want. You can literally create a show for us. Um, you can you tell can, us we would be good producers, can, or we'd be just not. Period. We've gotten all yeah. kind of like walks of uh, life on the on the answer side. Okay, this, I already so. have my answer in my head. Okay, you go. Yes, I, I so come we'll up start. With it. Okay, so um, I mean, you live in New York. I'm like, I feel like you would be a great addition on like the next gen of. New York Housewives. That's what, exactly like, what I was going to say. Like the next generation of New York Housewives where we have not, once the Upper East Side kind of like, you know, dies off. And once off. they allow gay people <laughs> in the Housewives. Yes, yeah. I mean, you would really make a name for yourself there. I no, mean, I, I, I could see so you too. like this kicking the, it this with. This is the biggest compliment I have ever been given in my life. Have you never you... received this before? No, no, never. Okay, that's a shame because I think it like the second. I you thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say like summer house, and I was like, I don't know. I want to no. go to bed at nine o'clock. No, I want to go to summer house. <laughs> no, I think you're so entertaining to listen to, and I think you would be great like talking head moments, and I think you would be the person that like tells the story like throughout the whole season. In, I would be like the Greek chorus, yeah. like Bethany yeah. season yes. one. Yes, yes, yes. I love it. But, but a likable Bethany. Yes, I'm into. I'm into it. <laughs> I love it. Um, wait. So, what are your thoughts on us? Okay, Tom. Do you remember the other, <laughs> the other one season show? Oh, always a great way to start. Uh, do you remember the show? No remember, one watched. Do you remember the one season show? Um, that aired either before or after Finding Prince Charming called Fire Island. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I want you, we're going to recreate, not that we're going to do, there needs to be a reality show set in Fire Island. You are mm -hmm. absolutely in the house. You're part of the share house. Okay. It's basically summer house, but gay. And it's gay, fire yeah. on Fire Island. You're absolutely, you're in the, your cast. Okay. You've so been a cast. Couple caveats. Okay, there I, it is. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> a, Thank you for put, putting me on a one season wonder. Um, B, <laughs> no, no, no. This is gonna. No, this is not no, that. No, I'm giving you. I'm giving you a hard time. No, 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 no. I. You know, I've never been to Fire Island. Actually, are you serious? I yeah. I've never been, and I, part of it is because it feels like it's Hell's Kitchen has just found a new place, and Hell's Kitchen gays freak me out a little bit. I don't know if it's like my body image issues, let's but like I just let's like. Let's talk about this online, uh, offline, online. We're online right now. <laughs> let's talk about this offline because I. I'm de I'm definitely going in June, and we I may have a situation for you. Oh, well, great! This is yeah. an easy way I, to get I into a share. Fire, I love Fire Island. Um, I know I'd like it. I just but but my thing is like I want to just like hang out at the house and like be yes. with friends and drink and all that stuff. What I don't want to do is like go to the circuit parties. That's just like not my scene. Do you like a pool? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I Tom love you pool. Like, I want, yes. I love like, water. I would just sit in the ocean like or the pool. A boardwalk. Yeah, absolutely. I know I would like it all. <laughs> I just what it's no what it literally is is two things. A, my my group of friends just has not been proactive enough about getting a house because you have to really plan it. Mm -hmm. B, Hell's Kitchen gays scare me. <laughs> and it feels like it's them there and like I've just gone through my own sort of like trauma in the city of like having to like navigate like friendships like like friendships with people who are like you know the people you go out with not the people that you like call yes. like on a Friday night to be like let's have pizza and watch a movie like and I I've I I just I get anxiety in those situations sometimes so my I I, I hear, didn't mean to turn I this diagnosis you. into like a full you. therapy session for me. But... And I look forward to pitching you an idea about an actual <laughs> Fire Island trip. Hey, I think, no, but I really, I always say I want to be on the summer house. I do agree. I, I do think the like house setting is for me. Like, mm -hmm. I think that that is where I thrive. I don't think I thrive as much in a housewives where we're like going on vacations and events. Like, I think just put me in house with people. Because I can talk to anyone and I can also start drama with anyone if I have to. <laughs> I love it. And Kinks, for you, I see you more, you are a field producer. I love that. You're a field producer. Um, and sometimes if like something's going wrong, you may be, remember that guy that, remember that guy in Potomac, that one producer that had to like talk, what, go into the restaurant Chris. and talk yes. to Michael and Ashley Darby <laughs> and like talk them off the ledge. That's your role. It's, this isn't the so first you, time you someone will has make, told me you, this. I'm serious. <laughs> so <laughs> you may get some surprising camera time and you may become like a little mini icon in your own way for being that producer. I'm just a mini icon. That's what I see for you. That's what I see for you. No, I, someone, a, a previous guest also told me I would make a great field producer. <laughs> I agree though, because you, you can, you would talk people off the ledge. Right. You know? Because I, unlike Tom, can't, I, don't really deal with drama or I just am like, nah, I don't care. Like, shut up. You'd be good at de-escalating. Yeah. De-escalating is what I like to do in drama yeah. situations. No, I love that. Um, well, I mean, this brings us to the end, Jess. Here we are. We did it. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> you did it after a red eye to LA. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> this was so fun. Yes, thank it you. It really so was so much fun, Jess. You're on. so easy to talk to, and I loved it's, it. It's so fun to have people on that like it's it, you don't have to like you know over prepare or you know. Yeah, like we, we could. Like, just, we I like feel like we could just ban. Yeah. We could just banter forever on a, in a Fire Island house. You know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I feel like it. you're. I feel like you're our people. Um, no. So before we let you go, can you just plug all your stuff? Sure. Yeah. So um, the name of my podcast is Hot Takes and Deep Dives, and you can follow me on Instagram, JessXNYC. And you know, from there, if you want to jump, I have a separate instagram account just where just where i promote the podcast stuff like upcoming guests and i do stories related to the podcast so if you're so in love with me that you want to follow the show account by all means yeah dude the show's great and she has wild guests and go listen to the rosie interview Mm -hmm. and go listen to the finding prince charming interview (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that is a real that is a low-key fucking iconic episode yeah no it is iconic (laughs) Um, and then uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. Uh, you can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. Yes, and then follow the podcast at Dumpster Dive Pod. Uh, that's all on Instagram. That is where we reside, uh, not on Twitter. And, um, <laughs> and also, we have a Patreon. Subscribe to that. We are going to start our coverage of Flavor of Love uh, starting next Wednesday uh, with some very very special guests. And um, Everyone have a fantastic night and make sure to rate, review and subscribe to Hot Takes and Deep Dives. Show the podcast love uh, to everyone, of course. And everyone have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.